Alright, welcome to another issue of Geeks Apparently. I'm Chris Pullman. I'm Laura Pullman. With us as always is our daughter, three and a half month old Ryan Pullman. And today, special guest, Kaser Pullman, our dog, is in the room. You might be able to hear him grunting. And if Ryan wakes up, you might hear her. So, <laughs> but with that, let's get into the episode. Issue number two. Back to this episode, this issue, issue. We're calling issue. them issues. Issue. Yes. Issue number two. Issue number two. Two weeks after issue number one, because <laughs> kids and work <laughs> and work, kids and work. I had a coding problem that I had to work late nights to to code. So figured that's appropriate for this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, again, I mean, geeks apparently were geek parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have one human baby and one fur baby and the, the point of the show is to just kind of show that you can still hold on to your geeky self mm-hmm. and still be a parent that's correct you know might have to alter it at times and <laughs> reprioritize things on occasion but you can still do it right you yeah. can still enjoy video games comic books movies new tech yeah Speaking of all that... You might not be able to afford the new tech anymore, but you can at least know about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, speaking of all that, uh, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to just kind of do a brief overview Windows 10 versus Windows 8.1, mm-hmm. uh, talk a little bit about Intel Skylake, which is the new version of the... The i7, i5 processors. Okay. Uh, talk a little bit about iPhone 6S, because that's going to kind of segue between uh, Skylake and that. Uh, Laura... We'll probably do a little bit of a review of the Fear of the Walking Dead. Well, not a review because it's airing tonight. If oh, yeah, yeah. We, we are recording this on Sunday, yeah. August 23rd. You yep. might be listening to it on a later date. But it hasn't play- aired yet. It's airing tonight. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll talk about that and you know, what we're anticipating looking forward to. And then talk a little bit about some recent games that we're playing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a board game night uh, yesterday. With a couple of friends and their kids, uh, because uh, Aaron and Kira have a uh, a two-and-a-half-month-old. Eric and Michelle have a almost-year-old. Almost. Getting close. Almost. And so we were playing some games there. Also Lainey, who is 12. Also Lainey. Yeah. Very true. Can't forget Lainey. Yeah, but she... She's she's, an awesome little girl. She is. She's really into Star Wars, which is... They're they're raising her right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, lightsaber skirt, so that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk about uh, one of the games that we played there. But first off, uh, Windows 10 versus 8.1. Uh, if you're not aware, if you have Windows 7, 8, or 8.1, Microsoft is, I think it's for the next year, is uh, allowing you to do a free upgrade to Windows 10. That is correct. They're doing it for a whole year, which... That's pretty cool. Yeah, so you don't have to rush out right away and get it. Uh, I did on my desktop because, yeah, Windows 8 really isn't meant for uh, non-touchscreen use. I left uh, 8 on my laptop just for some comparison purposes. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm still on 7 on my laptop, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does 7... On 7, do you have the... The bar across both screens. You do not, unfortunately. Okay. So, I mean, that is one nice thing that they kept from Windows 8 to 10. And yes. So, if, if you have you, dual monitors, the the menu bar down at the bottom goes yeah. across both screens. Where Windows 7, it's only on your main screen, mm-hmm. and your secondary monitor is just the monitor. There's no start menu or anything on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, just real quick, if you don't know, they skipped over Windows 9 in an attempt to, I don't know, distance, them so, distance themselves from Windows 8. So, but yeah, the, the menu bar on the bottom spans both screens, which is really nice, because like at work, I wish I had that. Because mm-hmm. I'll have a code window open on the right and on the left, Right. and then I have to move my mouse back to the left screen if I want to select something that's underneath on the right-hand screen. Whereas on... Windows 8 and above, 
you can select on either and it'll pop right. up. So that's really nice. They kept that. They brought back the start menu, which is super. Everybody needs, you know, the, that that's something that is handy and people mm -hmm. are used to it. So I don't yeah. know why they got rid of it with Windows 8, but I know they're trying to get people used to more tileys. Which things? Which yeah. the start menu in ten has tiles. Yeah, it has tiles. It's kind of like um, in Windows Seven, they had that little bit of a right hand extension on the initial start menu, mm -hmm. and that's kind of where your live tiles are now. So it's nice because you can have all your uh, most recently used things there, yeah. and it's easy to get to. You can have news feeds, a little performance monitor, um, and then they broke out on Windows. 7 and above, I think, you had the the search bar in the start menu where you could mm -hmm. search for programs. They broke that out and it's now part of like your icon bar. Okay. So that's, you know, you can see it here. Yeah, look um, at that. It's there. It's search the web in Windows. So it almost acts as a uh, oh. like a, a, a Google. Right, but it's a Bing search. It's a Bing search. <laughs> and then the other thing to note here uh, Internet Explorer came bundled with every other version of Microsoft Windows. That was their product. They have since jettisoned that, and we are now on Microsoft Edge. Oh. So that's the new Microsoft browser that comes bundled with Windows. I still use Firefox and Chrome just because Windows is always playing catch-up. Right. It was the last of those three browsers to get tabs. Uh, Chrome always loads faster, even though some scripts don't work on Chrome. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it. I wouldn't use Microsoft Edge, Internet Explorer, the new Internet Explorer, formerly known as. Right. <laughs> unless, formerly known as. Unless I had to for certain things. Uh, another neat thing about Windows 10 is it will sync up with your Xbox account. Oh, that's nice. So, if you hadn't heard about that, that's pretty cool. Laura's, how many gamer points do you have? Um, I'm getting close to the 30,000 range. Okay. So, I mean, you can sync that up here. That's a live tile. I'm not sure what all you can do with it. Okay. But I'm... It's probably a lot like Xbox Smart Glass, which I have on my phone and my iPad. Okay. What does that do? It's That is the Xbox app, and it allows you to open up your profile, see who's all online, check out gamer points, check out games. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, basically the start menu of Xbox, uh, uh -huh. but on your tablet or smartphone. Sure. Blizzard and Steam both have apps like that. Right. Which, you know, when I'm at work, the last thing I want to do is see what should my friends have the day off. <laughs> But it comes in handy though to to if you've got friends working remote, you can sneak a peek and make sure that they're working. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I will say with the Steam one, it is nice where if I know that the Steam sale is going on, I can just quick log on and be like, oh, I know this is a ten dollar game. I'll order that off of my app, and then and it'll be ready. It's, it has come in handy in the past too when I was avoiding somebody and let me quick check and see if they're online. They are. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm not going to go online. I so, don't want them to suck me into a game right now. Yeah, so you can do that right from, uh, with Xbox, you can do that right from the live tiles on the oh, start menu. Nice. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it is a little bit more of that sort of modern, very rectangular look and feel, you know, whereas you had smoother corners in like... Uh, seven. Seven. This is very much the flat, rectangular... Hard, 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 sharp corners. Yeah, look, which isn't bad. Um, it is in right now. Yeah, it's a little hard at times to see where things are because, like, um, you know, to expand like your uh, uh, task task bar or your system tray to mm -hmm. expand your system tray next to your uh, clock. You see the upward-facing chevron, but there's no button around it. Mm. So you hover over it, and it does change color, but it's not super obvious. I kind of like the look of that, though. Oh, I I do too. It's I a lot it's, cleaner. Yeah, but I like clean, sharp edges. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so they went away with live tiles, which is nice because again, on a desktop, not so great. Um, I'm not sure about performance enhancements, honestly. I 
should have looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> but just how does it feel so far when you're when you're gaming on it? Just the it feels great. It you know works just as well as anything else. Okay, which is nice. Um, they brought back, like I say, the start menu, uh, the shutdown menu. Right. Is there again, which is really nice. Um, search the web in Windows. Having that broken out, that's pretty cool too, because that makes it super easy to get into. If only you could change it to search not Bing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. So, um, I mean, those are the major points I would have. Not a very in-depth analysis, but yeah. worth the upgrade. If you can wait a little while, it might be worth it just so that they can get their bugs out. But free upgrade. Can't, free upgrade. Can't argue with free. No. Take advantage of it before it goes away, because this does feel like a better... Especially if you're on 8. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely if you're on 8. This feels like a better operating system. Mm -hmm. You know. All right. Uh, so from Windows to Intel... Intel. Because you're waiting, uh, your laptop is kind of crapping out. It is. It's still Windows 7, so mm -hmm. that tells you how old it is. Yeah. I, f I want to say that I got it in 2009, top of the line at the time, but, mm -hmm. you know. And you're just not going to upgrade it to 10, right? Cause, no. Why I mean, bother? Yeah, the I.O. is... Yeah, the input output's going, for those of you that don't know I.O., mm -hmm. which means which is always the first sign of the motherboard starting to come down, so... It's time for an upgrade. I'm saving up. But I'm waiting for Intel. Um, Skylake, codename Skylake. That's their new processors. In the store, you'll still see them as i5, i7. But you have to look at the numbers after them. So you're looking for um, i7, i5, 6600K and 6700K. That would be what the new codename Skylake. Um, I was in Best Buy the other day. The processors came out on... August 5th, but I was in Best Buy the other day. They said they probably wouldn't have them in for another month or two okay. in, in computers because though the processor launched, that means now that they can start making computers with them. Okay. Sure. So a lot of pretty cool things with Skylake. Um, the, the biggest neat thing being that it supports wireless charging. Mm -hmm. So if the manufacturer of the computer puts that in there, um, you'd be able to wirelessly charge your laptop. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means you need a giant charging pad. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Or if it would work on a smaller charging pad and you just have to set it in the right spot. Mm. I'm, I'm just, yeah. So I don't know if that would be more convenient or less convenient depending on how big the charging pad would need to be. Sure. With as many things that are wireless charging that are, I wouldn't be surprised to see end tables start to be made with a wireless oh, charging top. Sure. Otherwise, I mean, most laptops I've used, I've used a cooling pad underneath. They could incorporate that they right. They could do that, too. You know, I mean, you'd have to wire it then, but... Yeah. It's just the reverse. Normally, those are run off the laptops. So right. If you wired the cooling pad, then... Right. So, yeah. just just some options. I would really like to see tables. If you go to more, if you go to bigger airports nowadays, you'll find tables that are made out of wireless charging. So you can just sit at that table and charge your devices that allow wireless charging. There you go. I would like to see that in you know available mm -hmm. in nice looking tables for home. Sure. And um, you know, one other thing I think that you had mentioned the other day. This is we're getting back into the point where college students are going. Right. To college, back to college. And you you were keeping an eye on prices for the i7 <laughs> laptops, right? And you I said, have. so what happened with that over the course of like two weeks? They are dropping because they want to get those old processors off the shelves. So there was one that I was looking at um, two weeks ago. It was on sale for $1,000 or eight fifty if you're a college student at Best Buy because they're running their college deal mm -hmm. where... Um, college students get $150 off with student ID. Last week, it was on sale for $850 for regular people and <laughs> $600 for college students. No, not $600. That would Seven. be $700 for college students. Mm -hmm. So the prices are dropping. It was the same laptop, i7 processor, but the, the 5,000 models, the, the mm -hmm. old processor. Um, so, yeah, they're trying to get them off the shelf. So if, you, if you're looking for a new laptop... 
and you don't care to get the new processor, now's the time to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, did you happen to see in this week's ads? I didn't get a chance to look at the Best Buy ad yet today. Okay. So I don't know if it dropped any farther or not. But another neat thing about Skylake is that they, they've really boosted the GPU, the graphics processing unit, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know. Um, it is now available, like, it has the ability now to power three 4K monitors. So, wow. Yeah. I don't know who has three 4K monitors, but whoever they are, I want to see your setup because that would be baller. <laughs> um, and you can send that to geeks, apparently, at narclandy.com. Yeah, send us a pic. <laughs> I would love to see that setup. We have two monitors right now that are LED, but they're not by no means 4K. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so the GPU is going to be pretty good. They've really been focusing on that. Um, just speed. The, the battery life, another thing that they're looking, that they were looking to improve is power consumption. Um, these have the ability, it's almost like our car, our car has this eco mode. So when you're driving on the highway or something, it shuts down a few of the cylinders that it doesn't need so it can um, get better gas mileage. The new processors are going to have something very similar to that where if you're just scrolling Facebook or you don't really need a big amount of power, they're going to shut down some bits of it and save you battery life on your laptop. But then if you need it, just like if you're accelerating in the car, it'll power those back up instantly and provide you the performance you need. Nice. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. I've heard rumors that it'll turn a 6-hour battery into a 12-hour battery. Oh, wow. But I guess that depends on what you're doing on it. Sure, sure. Um, while Laura was talking, I was totally listening. <laughs> but, but also on Best Buy's website and just taking a look. Just to point out, the sort of laptops we're talking about are non-gaming laptops. Because, like, there's a gaming right. laptop on the site on sale... That, those were air quotes uh, for thirteen hundred, basically, which is a thousand off. Hundred off. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I put an extra zero on. I'm a mathematician. I love numbers, and apparently to screw them up. Um, it, it would be great if they took a thousand, thousand off. off. Then yeah. everybody should go buy. But um, you know what we're talking about is a non-gaming laptop, right? Which still, I got a non-gaming laptop. It still had, you know, what, like 8 or 16 gigs of RAM. It had 16 gigs of RAM. You had 2 gig dedicated graphics Graphics. card. It had the exact same graphics card that the gaming laptop had. Yeah. So it's one of those things where they, they, in my opinion, and I apologize to anybody out there who has a gaming laptop and feels differently, but in my opinion, they turn a regular laptop black and make put a red glow on the keyboard and call it gaming. Yeah. You know, there are some beefy ones that you can there get are. from, like, Alienware or places. Right, but the one that's at Best Buy, the one gaming laptop that they have, Yeah. if you want to pay $300 cheaper and not have red, black glow, or back glow on your keyboard, yeah. it's the same product. You computer. know, yeah, the other thing that they have is, like, vents to try yeah. and keep it cool. Get a lap desk. Right. They cost 30 60 bucks. Depending. You, you can know. even get them for 20 Yeah, you know, so... My my current laptop, the battery kind of acted as that. The battery mm. came, comes down, and then, like, there's a good inch of space under the laptop because of that. Yeah, so, I mean, same specs, looks different. Right. Glowing keyboard, which mine also has. It's just not red, it's white. It's white. So, you know, take that as you will. Uh, but I was scoping... To try and see if they had any of the 17-inch, because that's what we're talking about. 17-inch I mean, i7 processor, the old i7 processor, because yeah. the new one's not in stores yet. Um, 16 gigs of RAM, one terabyte hard drive space. Yeah, and I do not see, I don't see any of that in this week's Best Buy ad. That doesn't mean that they aren't there. That just means that I don't see them. Right. So, um. But yeah, you know, like Laura said, they're probably trying to get rid of them because it's better to sell stock than to take it at a loss when nobody will buy it anymore. Right. And this is definitely the time, like you say. College, college student. students are out there getting laptops. It's actually very nice because, I mean, if you're using it for school, you don't really need the stuff that we're talking about with the new presser, except for maybe the extended battery life would be nice. Mm-hmm. But... um 
yeah, it's just one of those things. It's it's good for college students to get a decent laptop at a good price. Yeah, and this day that a uh, laptop is better than a desktop. I mean, you can bring it to class. You can bring it to class. You can bring it to assignments. It's going to serve you better longer. If you need to, you can bring it up to your professor's office and show them where you're having trouble. Which is definitely a plus for um, a lot of students these days. Mm-hmm. I mean... I, I went. I was in my professor's offices all the time. Yeah, me too. You know, especially for like a programmer for probably an English person. Math. And you don't... Math. I don't know about math. There might be some stuff. You know, if you have Mathematica software yeah. or stuff like that that you're programming out and not getting a result. But yeah. So anyway, anyway, our our sale of the day. Yeah. Best Buy, please sponsor us. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anything else about Intel Skylake? It looks pretty cool. Um, everything is just basically upgraded. Um, mm-hmm. Some things more than others. The fourth generation Intels came out just at the beginning of this year, so they weren't out for long mm-hmm. before this before Skylake came out. So they then they kind of knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm waiting for it. If mm-hmm. you if you don't need a laptop yet and you're planning on getting one soon, I would wait for it. Because mm-hmm. that wire to me the biggest advance there, other than the 4K, which you know we were in uh, the store the other week and saw the a 4K sitting next to a 1080P. Mm-hmm. One's high def, one's mm-hmm. ultra high def. The difference is insane. Yeah. I mean. You wouldn't think because even at 1080p, you're already getting to the point where the human eye can only see so so well. Yeah, but I think I think the main difference to me would be just that um, viewing distance, that minimum viewing distance gets reduced, right? Because there are more pixels. Mm Because if you get a really big 1080p TV, you get close enough, you're going to see the pixels, right? With a 4K TV, you now have four times the pixels in theory, right? In theory. In theory. So you can get closer and it'll still look sharp. Right. But um, but the wireless charging to me is the biggest thing that's going to come out of that. Right. For a couple of reasons. And um, just kind of rolling that into... I, I want to talk about wireless charging and then we can roll that into the iPhone. Okay. Because I hope that that comes out with the next iPhone release. I really hope. I I also really hope that can, because I'm planning on getting it. So yeah. I really hope that. But wireless charging. This is something that I had kind of thought about a while ago and then looked and to see if anybody had been looking into it, which was the fact that, you know, all around us are radio waves. Mm-hmm. These days they're just all over the darn place. I mean, there's still radio, you know. Like we have 1057-1011 there's AM, there's AM, there's FM, there's TV signals going everywhere. Now there's cell phone signals. If you could harness that for your cell phone, there's plenty of radio waves to turn into electricity. Tesla style? Yeah, Tesla style. Exactly right. So I went out there and looked. And um, there was, in fact, research going on to do just that thing. I'm going to try and pull up an article or two here on my iPad quick. Um, back in, I want to say like 06, they were looking into this. Thank you for the lovely ad. But the last I had seen was like in 06, and then somebody, 09, I'm sorry, 09. Uh, let's see here. Nokia Research Center in Cambridge, UK. Uh, the current prototypes in 09 could harvest 3 to 5 milliwatts off of um, ambient power, ambient sources. In order to really make it usable to like recharge your phone, it would need to harvest 50 milliwatts. At least, I believe that was the... Yeah. Yeah, 50 milliwatts. Um, so it really wasn't going anywhere, and then I didn't find anything else. So from 2009 until now, nothing was really happening with it. Which seems like a waste, because all we've done is increase the amount of signals bouncing mm-hmm. around in the air. Sure. There's more of them. So yeah, 50 milliwatts. That's what you would need. Well, 
just recently, as recently as May, Nokia Labs is coming out with a case that could use stray radio waves to charge your phone. Now, that would be nice. A couple of things about this technology. First of all, it would go slowly. Basically, it's the same, from what I can tell from the articles, it's the same technology, but they put it in a case. So you're still not getting that magical 50 milliwatt number. Okay. You're getting um, a much lower number, so it would charge your phone. Sure. However, that's the second thing, is it's not going to counteract how much you're going to be using. Okay. So basically... Your phone's going to... It's kind of like in math classes. You have these problems. The sink drains at this rate and fills at this rate. Sure. It's that problem. Your phone is going to drain faster than this thing can recharge it. So essentially, it's just slowing down how fast your phone uh, uh, loses charge. Okay. But that still means that your six-hour battery life now becomes nine hours mm. on one charge. You don't have to plug in right? because it's using some of that. Okay. Kind of like if you remember the fifth generation Toyota Priuses had solar panels on the roof. I don't remember that. Yeah, or at least that was a thing that you could get, where in theory that would power all the internal electronics, and so then all the battery power would be used for the drivetrain. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just a stopgap measure, but hopefully this is moving toward a full-blown not needing to plug your phone in to charge it. I don't know, because that kind of seems like the whole uh, thing of moving away from oil and making gasoline. Because if you never had to draw power down off the grid, right. you would just be harvesting all the free stuff. <laughs> Electric companies aren't quite making as much money off they of They might get upset about that. Yeah, so we'll see. Not that I'm, you know, a conspiracy theorist. but <laughs> <laughs> But it's a really neat technology. It is. And, you know, when we're already to the point of having that in a case that you can buy for your phone to continually charge it off of radio waves and... In phones like the Fi, uh, the Galaxy S5, where you can buy a wireless charging case, mm -hmm. or the S6, where it's automatically wireless charging, right? That's built in, so you just set it down on a stand and it charges. Which is awesome. They have the watch that you were looking at, mm -hmm. where that's wireless charging. That was wireless charging. Um, my toothbrush is wireless charging. You just have to put it on the right stand. Yeah, the, that's a good point. The Skylake processor allows wireless allows, charging as long as the manufacturer of the laptop puts it in how much of a jump is it then from that to actually harnessing all the radio waves around us to just keep devices well and that was tesla's original theory on yeah. electricity yeah i mean he wanted to put up hot air balloons all over the country mm -hmm. so there would just be free energy like sitting in the air right and then you and would just, everything would just power electric uh, wirelessly. Yeah, you would just use it. Yeah, Edison went out with his <laughs> wires, but you know. But yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to just use it because it's all around us, mm -hmm. and it's not like you know we're going to prevent the next door neighbors from being able to listen to WAPL, right? If we draw off of that signal, that's a good point. It's still there. Mm -hmm. That's the lovely part about EM waves. <laughs> you can't. They don't deteriorate. <laughs> they don't. Because they don't propagate through matter. Hmm. Well, you know. Yeah. That, I mean, that's whole. That's whole part of the the EM spectrum. Right. From the sun to the earth, there is no matter. Right. So it's propagating without matter. Once you get into the atmosphere, then it's propagating through air. Right. So it's both a wave and a particle. But then that means that when you harvest off of it. If it's a big enough power source, you're not really deteriorating the signal enough where you should really notice. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. We'll see in future years what comes yeah. of it. But, you know, that leads into the iPhone because what I want to see, one of the things that would get me over to an iPhone is mm -hmm. if they did wireless charging. Yeah, and I haven't seen any of that in the, in the speculated specs. 
Um, there's a lot of rumors going around on the iPhone. We were talking to a gentleman at a very large retail store for a certain cellular <laughs> provider. We won't give it away. Let's just say their main color is red. And we were asking about it. And he said, if I was a betting man, wink, wink, I would say September 18th for the new iPhone. Wink, wink. I don't know how much people at those stores actually know versus the rest of us, but that's that's his guess. Mm-hmm. Um, things that we've seen come out, uh, and usually these rumors are pretty accurate because people are watching the invoice slips that are going to the factories that are actually producing the iPhones. Mm-hmm. So we're expecting the camera to be upgraded from 8 megapixels to 12 megapixels, mm-hmm. which is what I'm excited about. I cur- we currently both have Samsung Galaxy S's. I was an iPhone uh, 5S's. Yep. I was an iPhone user before. Um, I plan on going back. Nothing wrong with the Samsung. I just pre- prefer the iPhone. Yeah. I, it's it's just more me, I guess. No, well, you're an Apple person. Yeah. I mean, that's well, the thing. Besides their computers, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love their computers, so I apologize to any Apple people out there. I really do. If if they would charge the same amount for an Apple as they do for the PC, for a PC with the same specs, I would totally get it. But I don't want to pay a thousand dollars more for half the power. They but they are sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like so a lot of there's gonna be a lot of similarities to the iPhone six. It looks like it's pretty much using the same case. Uh, the camera is what I'm most excited about. There might be a slightly faster processor, but yeah, not really, not too much else. So that's why some people are wondering whether or not they're going to call it 6s versus seven. I think they're going to stick with 6s because there really aren't too many changes from six to six to the new one, from what the speculations are. Besides the camera mm-hmm. and that and and the processor, processor always gets bigger. Yeah, and you know, like I was saying to Laura, really in my mind, oh, Ryan's awake. Um, in my mind, in order to really stay ahead of the curve in the market, what Apple really needs to do is bump up the camera. Right. Because I mean, the, for, pro- the problem with Apple, though, and I apologize for cutting you yeah, off, is no, yeah. ever since Steve Jobs died, yeah. they're not ahead of the curve anymore. Yeah, and they really need to be. I mean, they that was their be. selling point. You know, for the longest time, they had a five megapixel camera. That, that's not good enough. And now they've got eight, where where the Samsung has sixteen. Yeah, and you know, so they're even upgrading to twelve, and the Samsung still has sixteen. Mm-hmm. So there there is a problem with that, and I mm-hmm. don't know why they're doing that. You wanna? Yep. Ryan's awake. Laura's gonna pick her up, so you might hear her now. Um, but yeah, you know they need to get the better camera out there. I mean, we've already had, and I know that that was its main feature, but we've already had an Android phone that had like a 44 megapixel camera. Right. If you can stuff that into a cell phone, you can certainly get above an 8 megapixel camera Mm -hmm. in an iPhone. I agree. And when Samsung has, for two generations now, had wireless charging capabilities on their phones. I sure hope Apple brings that in. Yeah. You know, when Intel is switching their processors to make that a capability. On a laptop? When, really, in my mind, that's going to be the next thing with electronics is wireless charging. Mm-hmm. iPhone needs to get on there. iPads need to get on that train. I agree. They need to make that happen to stay to stay current. To stay current. Not even ahead of the curve at this point, because they're playing catch-up in a lot of ways, I think. I mean, they're ahead in some things. They are. I mean, I think they were the first ones to have the uh, fingerprint unlock. And now you can pay for things with your iPhone, which I, I'm not planning on ever no, using. as a, But I've also said, I, w- I used to say I would never bank on a mobile device, and I do that <laughs> all the time now. Yeah, that is super nice. I don't have enough on my debit card. Well, oh, let me now click I transfer. Do. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So um, we'll we'll hear more about that. Apple should make the announcement sometime early to mid September, and uh-huh. the phone should be released mid to late September. But got a little grease from the keyboard on. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Um, do you have a tissue in here? I don't. <laughs> that works. Oh, oh, what is it, Ryan? You want to say hi to our audience? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, and once we get 
uh, once you upgrade to an iPhone, because I think I'm going to stay Android, mm -hmm. we can do kind of a product review there. Sure. Because your last phone was a 4S. Yeah, I went from 4S to Samsung Galaxy 5S. Yep. S5. Yep. And now I plan on go upgrading to the iPhone 6. Her nips in the... Yeah. 6S or 7, depending on what they actually do name it. Yeah. Okay. Anything else about any of that? Um, it's going to be released in white, black, gold, and rose gold is Ooh. the... Yeah, so we'll see what the rose gold looks like. Yeah. That's the speculation based on invoice slips. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Ryan's catching a snack. Uh, uh, okay, so then how about Fear of the Walking Dead? That premieres tonight, and I'm so excited about it. I haven't heard a lot. It's going to be... So basically, The Walking Dead starts off with Rick... Well, it starts off like before the apocalypse. Then Rick goes into a coma, the main character, and wakes up, and everything's already gone to hell. Mm-hmm. And so Fear the Walking Dead is going to show us how. Okay. how. So it's going to take start in the time when Rick's in his coma. And we're going to find out how the world goes to hell, basically. But it's it's not in Atlanta. It's not in Atlanta. It's being set in the L.A. area. Okay. Which should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would personally like to see it somewhere else, but, I mean... It might it might be interesting. Yeah, I, I'm a little skeptical so far on on the show. I'm I'm not going in with high hopes, and hopefully it will surprise me. Yeah, but it's I from what I've heard, it's going to be a teacher, a guidance counselor, and their families, mm -hmm. kind of trying to make it through the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you know I think that is going to be an interesting dynamic because like in The Walking Dead, you have Georgia right mm -hmm. as a backdrop. And they get in, up into, um, oh, goodness, like the Virginias. But there's still a lot of country there. Yeah, they're on their way to D.C. right now. Yeah, where they're they're going through country. but And you've been to California. I haven't. Yeah. It's kind of... My understanding of California is I think how a lot of Europeans view the states. <laughs> I think things are a lot closer together than they are. But... That said, L.A. is a really big metropolitan area. It, it really is. And um, in the the highways, I mean, we live in the in Wisconsin, in the Green Bay general area. Mm -hmm. um, our biggest highway is three lanes wide on both sides. I mean, they have ten lanes on both sides. And you're still sitting in gridlock traffic taking four hours to go ten miles. Yeah. So, I, you know, I can't imagine how big that is, but... Just that dynamic is going to change then with it's the show. There's going to be a lot of people. And the beach and everything. And, um, yeah. So, yes, the whole, like, L.A., Southern California area, is, it's a lot of city. Mm -hmm. It's not as much country. Now, the middle of California, that's a lot of country, mm. a lot of, um, you know, mm -hmm. it's very much more like the South. That's That's where... California's conservative bases, and then you get to Upper California, and that's the San Francisco area, Silicon Valley. Um, the funny thing about about California, though, is that it's such a long state; like mm -hmm. it's almost the length from here to Florida. Yeah. Again, I it just blows my mind because for some reason in my mind it's like, oh, LA and San Francisco, yeah, they're like right next yeah, to each other. Yeah, you should just be able to drive there. Like yeah. when we go down to Milwaukee on the other side of the state. Yeah, it only takes, you know, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> but nope. <laughs> again, that's my misconception. That's like when we went to go visit your brother in Texas. Mm -hmm. I don't have a good conception of how big Texas is. Right. You know, I mean, the fact that it was its own country really should have clued me in, but it, I didn't get it. Right. But, it's a big state. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I'll be interested to see that, how that plays out. The should fact it, that it's such a big metropolitan area, and right. it is kind of boxed in by that. Right, because in The Walking Dead, they really only go into Atlanta for a little while. Mm -hmm. Into the city proper. Otherwise, they're on the outskirts, and now they're up in the D.C. area, but not to D.C. yet. They're yeah. still in the woods. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of woods. A lot. You're right. It's a lot of woods. It's a lot of um, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that, and this yeah. is going to be beach and city, so that yeah. should definitely be interesting. Because I know, like, I'm a big fan of um, 
the Resident Evil movies. Sure. And one of them, we do end up in, I think it's L.A. Oh, nice. Yeah, where there's this, uh, the main character, I can't remember her name. I'm horrible with that. I can never quote, saw it. I can quote movies, but... Oh, they're so good. I love it. The Umbrella Corporation wins all the time. It's great. <laughs> but not the latest one, but the one just before that. She ends up in L.A. They end up in a like this max security prison. Oh, wow. So it has these big concrete walls to it. And it's a fortress. So they're surviving the zombie apocalypse It's kind of like there. season three of The Walking Dead. Yeah, except Until for, the governor came. Yeah, and with them, it was the fact that mutant zombies started coming, Ooh. like tunnelers, Ooh. and this big guy that was like 12 feet tall, and wow. looked like an ogre from <laughs> The Lord of the Rings. Um, and then they broke in, and the zombies got into the prison, and that was the end of that. Oh, oh honey. Oh, baby girl. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that'll be interesting. I'm not sure how excited for Fear of the Walking Dead I am. I mean, yeah. I, I like The Walking Dead, but... Right. Like I said, I'm skeptical going into it, but I'm planning on giving it a few episodes before, you know, and hopefully it'll surprise me and be yeah. really amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, why don't we talk yeah. games? Speaking of zombies, <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the games that we played yesterday uh, was a board game that we'd been seeing at the game shops around us for a while, called Zombies. Yes, Zombies, and it's a really interesting game. It really is. I when when we were when Aaron was explaining the, the rules to us yesterday, that's whose house we were at, that's whose game it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was skeptical. I was like, hmm, I don't know about this. This mm-hmm. sounds a little... Uh. Yeah, you know, basically, you start out in the city center, and then every turn, you put a new tile of the city, almost like you're exploring it. Every tile, you have to put out a certain number of zombies, a certain number of health, and a certain number of bullets. And some, t- some tiles have... Um like buildings and some tiles are just road yeah theater um hospital yeah different things he had a military expansion yeah army surplus store was a was one of the things and that had a lot of bullets where like the hospital if you cleared it of zombies you got a lot of health yep and uh so it's interesting to play that because and then what the two ways to win and it's one of those games where only one person wins Mm -hmm. in theory (laughs) but uh you either kill 25 zombies, or you make it to the helipad. I thought it was 22. It. I thought I, it was 25. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You kill a certain number of zombies, mm-hmm. or you make it to the helipad. Or you make it to the helipad. Which, you know, might come out right away, or and it might come out later. Because what yeah. you do is, for the tiles of the buildings, you, you, know, you, you pick those from a stack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Face down. Yeah face down stack and then you do have some cards that you can use uh, one per turn to uh, help boost you like both of us had hey i found a shotgun yeah or hey look a, a shotgun. shotgun yeah where it was get one bullet on each of your next three attack rolls which the bullet ups your roll by one by one so yep. in order to defeat a zombie you need to roll four five or six yep but really cool game uh just because of how it builds you know, there are roads and you connect them. The world will never be the same two times in a row. Right. So there's a lot of replayability factor to it there. There are a lot of expansions to it. Aaron was saying there was like a zombie dogs expansion. Which might be interesting, might be yeah, sad. Yeah. Um, there's one where you like to, you got to make your own tiles, your own mm-hmm. cards. Uh, the military based one was kind of cool. They had super zombies in there. Um, and another helipad. So I think that's something that we're going to end up uh, getting, if not today, then soon. Right. It looked yeah. pretty, pretty... It was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, something else I'm looking forward to playing um, next weekend. We're going over to Dustin's house. He was on the last... Oh, yes. Our guest from last week. Yep. Hi, Dustin. Hi, Dustin. <laughs> um, we're getting a... He's at Comic-Con right now. He is at Comic-Con down in Chicago. Chicago Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, but something I'm looking forward to trying playing with him is uh, 
Should we tell them? Sure. I might, might as well. Might as well. And uh, Batman Flux. Yes. Flux is a great card game. It's kind of confusing because... The you, rules change. The rules change. You play the rules that are on the table, but the rules on the table change. You start out with the rules, draw one, play one, but then those can change throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. And literally, you can either play for one turn, because somebody can win that quickly, or you can play for an hour. Or two hours. Or two hours. I mean, we've played long games where we've had to reshuffle the deck. But it's such a fun game. You can have a bunch of people playing, um, and they have, like, Monty Python Flux. They have Christmas Flux. They have a bunch of them. And... That's Ryan pooping, by the way, if you can hear that. Um, (laughs) Uh... And, uh, yeah, Batman Flux, so that should be fun to play. Yeah, looking forward to that. And then the one other th- game I wanted to touch on was when I got on my iPad. Uh, it's just a little app. It's called Loot and Legends. Uh, so we, we play Dungeons and & Dragons, and this is kind of like that. It's like a dungeon crawl, but you also have cards. Your character has cards that you get to unlock, kind of like if you've ever played Hearthstone. From Blizzard. It's like that, but with a dungeon component. Okay, sounds interesting. Yeah, so like you have, you draw cards every time. You can keep three from one turn to the next, but you don't have like a hand limit. Sure. Um, oh, burpee baby. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but you know, like you'll have a move card, so I can move up and then I can do a range attack or I can do a melee attack. Sure. That sort of thing. It's neat. There's a lot of free stuff that you can play and enjoy. There's a there's a story going on in the background that you read. Okay. So, like, the guy who's your dungeon master, he is borrowing this game from his brother. Hmm. And he also is crushing on the pizza delivery girl. Cheese pizza is the in-game premium currency hmm. that you can buy. That's funny. Yeah. So, this whole backstory is unraveling as you play. Uh, there's an arena component where you can play against, I believe it's other players, you know, versus their heroes. Sure. You have a dwarf fighter, a wizard, and then like a paladin. Okay. So, and you can level them up, and get better at it. So it's a really neat game. You can play it for free, you can pay for it, and then there's like a premium players club, okay. which exists in real time, so you can buy like a day at a time. You play, and then it guarantees you, like, a rare drop every time. Huh. That sort of thing. That's an interesting way to do freemium. Yeah, I think so. I like it so far, Mm -hmm. because I'm still getting rare items. Right. Just not as quickly as I would if I paid for it. Right. So I'm fine with that. I don't don't spend real money in-game. I just refuse to. Um, But that was the last thing I wanted to talk about, which works, because... Well, I have, um, I'm playing a few games right now that I would like to talk about. So the first one is, and I think I was playing this last time too, I'm still playing, um, Batman Arkham Knight's DLC, the Mm. Batgirl one. Okay. So that is pretty fun so far. You know, besides a few things, her hair Mm. is just animated (laughs) so poorly. They did such a bad job on her hair. Everything else is gorgeous, but her hair... It, oh my goodness. It moves in a block. It looks like regular Xbox or PS2 quality hair. It just moves in one it Looks solid... like she's in water. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They should have spent a little more time on her hair. But so that game, I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. The other game that I'm playing is it's Rare's 30th anniversary, Rare the the game manufacturing company. It's their 30th anniversary, so they released a whole bunch of games, 30 games on Xbox 1. Um, all in one pack. So for $30, you get 30 games. Nice. And so that includes, like, Banjo-Kazooie, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero Hour, um, Viva Pinata, Cameo, some some great games from the from the past and the childhood. And nice. If, if you're a Rare fan, the only things that it doesn't have, which makes sense because it's Xbox, mm. um, Rare did the Donkey Kong games. Oh, okay. So they are not on there, unfortunately. Um, but, it, you know, the, mm-hmm. I can't imagine having Donkey Kong on Xbox. That would be too good. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so that's what I'm playing right now. Mm. Uh, anything we're looking forward to? Looking forward to a like few... pre-order. Like, pre-order. Well, you're <laughs> looking forward to the Guitar Hero game. Yeah. We ordered the 
to controller guitar hero because i love to jam out on that yep <laughs> i'm looking forward we're both looking forward to battlefront yep star wars battlefront the new one that's coming out yeah for uh we're getting it for the one the Xbox and i one. am really looking forward to the new south park game oh yeah it's very similar to stick of truth but instead of the medieval style that they have in stick of truth um it's going to be their superhero characters mm-hmm. which is gonna be awesome that'll be pretty awesome i'm really looking forward to that the one other thing that's coming out that we're both looking forward to i think is the lego oh yeah the lego dimensions this got it has doctor who <laughs> yeah uh, it's a great marketing strategy by them where you have to buy expansions to unlock stuff. But it's a lot like Skylanders yeah. and Disney Infinity, but I think it's geared more towards adults, and it's Lego. I think so. And I think it's yeah. geared towards kids because it is Lego, but I think the toys that they're coming out with are geared more towards adults because I've seen Back to the Future. I've seen the Doctor Who. Yeah. I've seen you know a lot of things that I don't know if kids are too into. Yeah. I know we already have it pre-ordered with the Doctor Who expansion because, mm-hmm. come on. Come on, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> and to see Batman running around and helping the Doctor is going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. So uh, that's what we have, and we'll we'll sure. review those when, okay. we, when they come out, mm-hmm. something like that. And, uh, yeah, uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you think it's kind of cool to listen to, Please hook up with us on social media. We yeah, like us on Facebook. Um, just search Geeks Apparently. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Geeks Apparently. Follow us on Instagram. Also at Geeks Apparently. Yeah, and let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any suggestions for how we can change our format. Indeed. Tweet us. We will retweet you. We will give you send you a retweet. We'll like and follow you. She'll do that. I don't quite understand Twitter yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> Facebook us. We'll, you know, we'll let it, let us know what you think, what what you don't like, what you like. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't do any of those, you can email us directly, geeksapparently at narclanning.com. If you really are enjoying this episode, please share it with a friend, a family member, you know, a co-worker. Subscribe to Geeks Apparently on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app, whichever you have. Mm-hmm. If you don't do the podcast thing, head over to narclanic.com slash geeks. Apparently you can download the MP3 file directly. Or just, yeah, just listen to it. Yeah, stream it straight from the webpage. You can do that too. Yeah, you don't you, have to even download it. Just stream no, it. You can stream it if you have that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. Do you want to let them know your other info for your other podcasts? Well, you know, I we have Your two other podcasts. Mistress podcast. Yeah, nice. We have two other podcasts on the network. We have uh, Whiskey and Mash, where I, uh, Laura's mom and I review Mash episodes while having a nice whiskey drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're into season two of Mash right now with that. So you can find that Whiskey and Mash. We're on Facebook. You can head over to the website or you know iTunes your favorite podcast app, that sort of thing again. And then I'm also uh, working on wrapping up season one of Chris Reed's book. That's where I'm reading my first novel to make it more accessible, more portable. So that's Chris Reed's book. Uh, It's a science fiction novel that Mm -hmm. I'm reading, Mystery and Deceit from Earth to Mars. That's on the website. I have an author page, that sort of thing. But I think we should let the fine people go, and Ryan needs a change. So that'll wrap up this up this issue of Geeks. Apparently, I am Chris Pullman. I am Laura Pullman. This is Ryan Pullman. Stay geeky, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>